Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall. I'll be joined by Tori Taylor, number nine, your punter for the Iowa football team. Next. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No, it's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig. So you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only, not available in all areas. Other conditions apply. Back for another Jock to Jock podcast here on Rock 108 featuring my guest, the punter for the Iowa football team, Tori Taylor. Tori, how are you feeling today? I'm great, Brian. Uh, thanks very much for having me on again. Uh, look forward to discussing all that's happened in the last week and, and moving forward as well. But thanks again for having me on. So I'm going to recap from the last episode. You had told me about VB and VB, yeah. I, I took a look online because I was really interested and wanted to try it out. I have some good news. I have some bad news. Good news is I was able to get onto the site. There's tons of things that I can wear. Uh, the bad news is they don't ship to the States. Uh, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> you were good. That's why it's exclusive. Yeah, it's quite exclusive over there. So, yeah, there you go. You're going to have to go out there yourself to try it if you really want it. Have you had a, a VB shaving kit? Because I saw that that was available on their site. Have you heard of this? No. No, like a, oh, no, I have not, but there you go. I mean, a men's grooming kit with all of the accoutrements that go with, along with it. And I thought, hey, wait a second. Do I want to drink VB and then shave myself? I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe. It uh, depends on the individual, I think. <laughs> so your family is in town. How has it been so far? Yeah, it's been great. I uh, I picked them up Thursday before the Iowa State game. And yeah, just really great to see them. Um, yeah, my parents and grandparents and little brother came and then I picked up my brother and his girlfriend the following day and yeah, they experienced the whole tailgating scene on the Saturday, um, which they loved a lot. And then, yeah, they, they loved the game regardless of the result. Um, yeah, they, they loved it. It was kind of a shame that it rained because that was the first time that it ever rained since I got here or in, in terms of playing in a game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that last quarter wasn't wasn't the most enjoyable from a weather point of view but yeah they really love the atmosphere and based on what they've told me um everyone all the Hawkeye fans yeah seemed to love them and yeah, gave them a lot of attention which I'm sure my mom and little brother just loved I saw that your family was becoming almost celebrities as it were and yeah so I've heard did they share any stories or anything wild that the Hawk fans did I mean I'm sure everybody offered them a beer at least once twice yeah that yeah, just photos and things like that. I'm kind of glad I wasn't wasn't there to experience that because it'd be a little bit awkward. But yeah, good for them. So, what have you guys been doing? I mean, I don't I don't want to dig into much of the family side, but what have you guys experienced um, here in Iowa City? Uh, kind of just hanging out. Like they've obviously looked around the university and looked like looked around Iowa City. They went to Minneapolis a couple of days ago. I didn't, I couldn't go with them unfortunately. No, it's yeah, it's been it's been great having them here. Especially it was awesome. Um, having them there on game day as well. Uh, that was pretty special for all of us. So you got your first bite of Australian chocolate in quite some time. How did you feel? Yes. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, mum <laughs> mum brought me too much stuff actually. Oh really? I'm gonna be yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fat. I'm gonna be running out there with a bit <laughs> of a belly if I'm not careful, but no, nah, that's all right. It was uh, it was certainly good to I yeah, missed a lot of that stuff, so it was certainly good to consume 
um, some licorice and chocolate and things like that. You're going to have to ration this stuff out so that you don't eat it all. And you know, this season. <laughs> yeah. I won't be rationing it out to anyone else, but yes, I'm going to have to ration it out my, for my own um, doing, to be honest. Cause yeah, <laughs> it's uh, pretty, pretty easy to um, get a little bit fat. I would suppose with all the sugar and things like that. So yeah, I've got to space it out and I can't be just smashing a packet a day like I would back home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the Iowa State game. You said it was a yeah. little tough. Um, we had kind of talked a little bit about weather, but you said it was going to be fine. And then here we had, yeah. and then you're like probably in the back of your head going, oh man, here we go. So yeah, it's funny you say that because kind of all week they kind of said all oh, 40, like 30, 40% chance of rain, like later in the um, evening. And I was like, okay, look, hopefully we're done by then. But then as it got closer to, to the day, and closer to kickoff, it was like a uh, 90% chance of rain at six o'clock. And I was like, uh, like three hours might be like late in the last quarter and well, hopefully the game's over. But yeah, then there was that last minute field goal. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't nervous because it was absolutely pelting down. Like it was crazy weather. Again, like I said before, the first time I'd experienced rain and playing in, um, playing in those conditions. Um, so yeah, that was another learning opportunity, but I feel like we we all um, just did what we could, and that's all that matters. Did they teach you when you were with Mr. Chapman? Did they teach you about placeholding? A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to um, simulate it without a long snapper. So there were no long snappers or anything like that. We would just underhand toss it to one another. Um, but yeah, they did. But it's really once you kind of get over here. And there's a snap hold kick. It's just a whole different aspect to it. So yeah, I I hadn't really fully learned until I got here. But you do learn when you're back home. Have you heard the term laces out? Yes. No, we're very particular about that in the specialist room. Very particular. I mean, obviously, leading up to the game, it's big hype. the The state's going crazy. the The stadium's going crazy. And then to have the game kind of trudge along like it did. Does that start to kind of weigh on you a little bit and weigh on the team as a whole, or that that just get you more psyched up? Um, that that's kind of an interesting question. That's probably to ask um someone maybe like Jack Campbell or someone who's running out there and bashing heads. To be honest, because I'm kind of just sitting on the sideline, just trying to be as relaxed as I can, because that's what helps me. But yeah, it, it was a weird game. We kind of scored what in the first few minutes of the game, really. Yeah. Um, and then didn't score since then. So it was quite kind of a, a weird game. They they kicked the field goal and then they didn't score for a long time. So it was it was a really strange game. It was a lot um different to uh to last year where it was kinda of a lot high scoring. What was it? Forty five, fifty points scored last year. So um there was at least four or five touchdowns from what I can remember last year. But yeah, it was a it was a weird feeling and a weird game. Um, it was just, yeah, it was a strange atmosphere. It was, it was dark towards the end of the game. It was dark. It was raining. A lot of people have left all respect to Iowa state. They, um, yeah, they were just played one on it more than us. Well, I wouldn't say one on it more than us, but just played better than us. Nevada's coming up. How do you feel yeah. about your chances with them? I mean, it's every, every game. I, I don't want to sound cliche or anything like that, but every game is hard and every game you can't really predict what's going to happen. And if you think that you can predict in, well, first and foremost, you're just an idiot and you're delusional because no one can predict the future. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have some some plays that we've never seen before and they're going to um, show us some stuff that no one's ever seen before. So 
yeah, they're going to bring a lot of challenges and, and problems for us and we'll just have to make sure that we yeah, sort it out as quickly as possible and, um, yeah, score score more points than them in simple terms. Is that how that game works? <laughs> yeah. Um, since our last conversation and with the Count the Kicks program, have you had any more feedback on what's going on with that particular program? Yeah, I have actually. So Raygun actually designed this T-shirt that said, I cheer for the punter, and that's kind of really taken off this year as well. And there's been a couple of different um, color designs and colorways in the punting is winning T-shirt. So I think since the commencement of it last year, we've raised over $20,000. Um, and then, yeah, obviously just under $16,000 from the every kick count. So, uh, like I said last week, aiming for 50000 by the end of the year. Um, if we hit it, that's great. If we don't, then, yeah, again, really thankful for everyone going out there and, and purchasing a T-shirt because it's going to a good cause. The One of the big things I wanted to talk about, and I sent you an email that had some audio from a gentleman yes. in Melbourne who saw a couple on a public transit bus Getting intimate on the bus. Listen, brother, you don't f- on the bus, mate. I don't care if you're f- homeless. Don't f- on the bus. F- don't f- on the bus. Get the f- off and go f- in the park or something. Have some f- respect for yourself, you f- chatty. F- and as a part of the Marshall Exchange program, I figure I'd have to ride some public transportation every once in a while. But in case yes. I would need to have to do that. First off, what did you think of the piece of the audio? Well, first and foremost, when you sent me that. I um I had never heard or seen or or anything like that anywhere, so I was like, how how's this guy Brian found this? But whatever, um yeah, it's a little bit disturbing, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm sure this guy just wanted to go from point A to point B, and he's experienced something that he probably didn't want to experience. But yeah, I think what I loved he <laughs> he let his voice be heard, and he told them pretty directly that he didn't want that sort of rubbish happening on the bus. So yeah, well done to him for sticking up for himself, and I I agree. Um, no one really wants to be saying that. Fair statement. And and that wasn't actually the reason I sent it because I thought as a part of the Marshall Exchange program, I'm sure there's some words or phrases that you utilize at home that can really get a point across to somebody. And I'm wondering if if there's anything that you can teach me that would help me in that same situation because there's some stuff you used in there that, yeah, maybe not safe for work, but there's maybe something else you could teach me. Um. It's kind of hard because we're obviously on radio now and I don't want to use any derogatory language. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, sometimes I feel like, as bad as this might sound, derogatory language, um, there's a little bit of emphasis to it. Um, But, yeah, I don't know how – I personally – you sent me that and I I personally – I don't know how I would go about it. I would probably – yeah, I'd have to do um, something similar to what he did and just be like, yeah, WTF, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you can't be doing that shit on here. Um, but, yeah, Did he <laughs> Kinda, s- it's probably one of those things you don't really know until you're in the moment, I suppose. Right. Did, did he sound like some people you knew back at home? No. Okay. No, not, yeah, <laughs> not really. Um, he, he sounds like someone we would, um, yeah, you would kind of, I wouldn't say the rough parts of, of Melbourne or Victoria or anything like that, but you, you kind of know what I mean. Mm-hmm. that's where that stuff kind of uh, happens anyway, to be honest. <laughs> Anything else that you can recommend based upon this Marshall Exchange program on this episode? Uh, you definitely got to go experience some, some coffee from different cafes and things like that. I'll write that down for next time. So that- Seafood as well. You got to have seafood. 
Because here's the thing. People might talk about seafood here, but, I mean, come on, we're, we're in the middle of the country. It can't be that special. Whereas Australia, I don't want to talk up Australia and say Australia is better than here or anything like that because I'm not like that at all. But when it, can't, when it comes to, to coffee and seafood, I'm very firm about this. Um, and I feel like seafood, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? We're, I mean, back home in Australia on the coast and my um, my dad's got a my dad's got actually got a rule that he doesn't have seafood if he's further away if he's a hundred kilometers um away from the coast so what's that about sixty miles or so yeah interesting so if he's more than sixty miles from the coast he won't have seafood because how far inland are you guys your house versus the coast oh I can see the beach from my bathroom window oh okay <laughs> yeah so um five it's probably like a it's literally a 30 second walk for me to go out um go out of my house and walk a few houses up and i can see the beach that's so wild so when you get your family yeah. in a place where they can't see the beach or they're not experiencing the air and they're getting the humidity they're probably a little miserable at some points i wouldn't say miserable because the weather since they've been has actually been really apart from saturday yeah where it was um but this week especially um it's been nice so far and i think it's gonna be nice moving forward so and then once it's funny when they leave here at the start of October, when it kind of starts to get a little bit cooler, yeah, here, it actually gets warm um, there. So that we kind of gone from similar weather um, from here from here to Australia. So yeah, lucky them. But you said early in one of our first episodes that you don't like winter. You don't want to make them experience a winter up here, do you? Correct. Yeah, yeah that's why I told them you got to come at the start of the season when the weather's nicer. <laughs> We're not down in Florida. So are they going to be able to see the Nevada game too? Yeah, they'll be in the Nevada game and the Michigan game. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so they're here for a couple more weeks. People are going to be like, come on over to our tailgate. Let's have some fun. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I said, I'm sure my mom and little brother are loving that. Anything else you wanted to add on this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast, Tori? Um, no, just a quick shout out to um, all the Hawkeye fans. I know it obviously hasn't been the greatest start to the season. And there's a lot going on, but just make sure that everyone sticks with us. Sticks with us because the easiest thing to do is just jump off the ship. But but yeah, we'll rectify them. So yeah, make sure you stay on board and keep supporting us all because yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Cheer for the punter, like the t-shirt says. Exactly, spot on. <laughs> Not too much though, because I don't want to be out there too much, you know. Right, you don't want to be that MVP. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people chanting you for Heisman, all that kind of stuff. But I'll leave that out of nah. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Tori, good to talk to you again. No, thanks, Brian. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No, it's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig. So you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only. Not available in all areas. Other conditions apply.